0: Gil Martin here from Locked On NHL with a special presentation of the Locked On NHL Mock Draft Special. Today you'll hear your team make its first pick in our mock draft conducted by the local NHL hosts of the Locked On Podcast Network. For the full 32 pick mock draft complete with analysis from Hadi Kalakesh of Locked On NHL Prospects, tune into the Locked On NHL YouTube channel or listen to all three parts on the Locked On NHL podcast on the app of your choice for free. Now, on with the show. Welcome to the 2023 Locked On NHL Mock Draft presented by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Gil Martin, one of the hosts of Locked On NHL, and today we will bring you picks 11 to 21, courtesy of the local hosts of the Locked On NHL Network, paired with analysis of each selection by Hadi Kala of Locked On NHL prospects. So, we go now with... Pick 11, and it is time for the Vancouver Canucks to be on the board. Let's see who Vancouver is going to pick. All right. With the 11th overall selection in the locked-on NHL mock draft, the Vancouver Canucks select David Reinbacher of EHC Cluton of the Swiss National League. And honestly, the Vancouver Canucks are pretty surprised to get this player at 11th overall in the draft. Just the way things shook out. Again, the defenseman wasn't
1: taken until 10th overall by the St. Louis Blues. Uh, David Reinbacher, expected by many to be a top 10 pick in this year's draft, expected by many to be the first defenseman taken off the board in this year's draft. So he feels an immediate need for the Vancouver Canucks. It's easy to envision this guy being that's a long term right handed defenseman staple. Beside Quinn Hughes. Again, he's got some offensive uh, upside, but uh, at the end of the day, I think uh, he really feels need for the Vancouver Canucks.
0: Trevor Beggs of the Vancouver Canucks picking David Reinbacher, a
2: defenseman. Your thoughts, Hadi, on that selection? I'm not surprised at all to see Reinbacher go here. Um, In terms of right-handed defenseman, he's probably the most surefire bet in order to make the NHL. Um, Now, he's the type of guy who... I have a hard time seeing becoming anything less than a second pair defenseman, but also have a lot of trouble seeing him become anything more than that. Um, he's a very, very certain type of second pair defenseman. And to get that 11th overall, and depends on what you value, but I think the Canucks are looking for someone to pair up with um, Quinn Hughes long term. So in terms of getting that value, he might be playing higher in the lineup than he should, um, but he's big, he's rangy, he's extremely good in his own zone, really good at defending the rush, great skater. Um, and really good at facilitating breakouts for his team as well. Uh, So those are a couple of his assets. Now, the puck skills aren't to a level where I think he's going to score 40-plus points a year, uh, but he's definitely got the skill set in order to be a solid, solid defenseman at the NHL level.
0: All right. Sounds like a solid pick. Up next, the Arizona Coyotes in a pick they got from the Ottawa Senators. And uh, let's take a look at who Robin Leano picks for Arizona.
2: With the 12th pick in the 2023 lockdown nhl mock draft the arizona coyotes will select defenseman from russia Dmitry shimashev a little bit of an off the board pick that a lot of people might not have seen coming but picking a defenseman was an absolute must for the arizona coyotes
3: at this point in the draft with them very with them needing a defenseman in their ranks And with ASP and Rainbocker already off the
2: board, they had to find the next best available, someone that could fit, once again, as I mentioned earlier, Bill Armstrong's mold. And at 6'4", 201 pounds, Dmitry Shemeshev fits that mold perfectly, and that is why he will be selected at number 12. In this draft,
0: Arizona going with Dmitry Simashev, a Russian defenseman. As we have our third straight defenseman coming off the board. How do your thoughts?
2: Yeah, so for me, Simashev is is basically David Reinbacher's more offensive version. He's better at him in terms of his skating ability, better than him defensively. Even though is up there in terms of those abilities, Simashev's a step ahead. And on top of that, I feel like Simashev has a bit more untapped offensive potential. Um, Little habits in the offensive zone, little give and goes from the blue line, pump fakes to to change the angle of his shot, Um, small things like that. He's also really good with his stick handling at times or some flashes of really brilliant um, kind of examples of him deking out a forward who's pressuring him at the blue line in order to open up a passing lane, that kind of thing. So obviously he's left-handed. So that puts Reinbacher ahead of him. Unfortunately, it's the way that the NHL works. Right-handed defensemen are at a premium. But I feel like Simashev is going to be a more solid and more offensively capable version of Reinbacher. I I said earlier that I have a hard time projecting Reinbacher as a top pair defenseman. I feel like Simashev could reach that. So this is a great pick for me here at uh, 12th overall for Arizona.
0: All right. Good pick by the Coyotes. The Buffalo Sabres are up next.
1: With the 13th pick in the 2023 Locked On NHL Mock Draft, the Buffalo Sabres and Locked On Sabres are proud to select defenseman Lucas dragesevic defenseman from the Tri-City Americans of the WHL. Dragicevic mocked a lot lower than this sometimes, sometimes this high, but maybe some would consider it a bit of a reach. The reason why I like the pick is, this is a right shot defenseman. There is a premium on right shot defensemen because they are far and few between nowadays in the NHL, including on the Buffalo Sabres. They need a player like this. They have very, a lot of left shot defensemen, not a lot of right shot. This guy is a puck mover, 75 points, 68 games, good size, 6'2". I like this pick as a developmental player with a handness on the blue line the Sabres don't have in their organization.
0: Joe DiBiase of Locked On Sabres picking defenseman Lugas Dragasevich from the Tri-City Americans. Another defenseman.
2: How do you run on defenseman here? (laughs) Yep, absolutely. And another right-handed defenseman. This one's a bit of an eyebrow raiser for me because Dragasevich has a lot of limitations defensively. I'm usually not too scared of, you know, good defensemen in transition who are decent offensively. Obviously, the point totals for Dragasevich speak for themselves, but... He's probably the worst rush defender I've seen in this draft year, and that's rough because he's going to be spending a lot of time pinching, a lot of time creating things in the offensive zone, so rush defending is a must for a defenseman with an offensive profile, and that's his biggest weakness, so this is high for me. I, I would have dragasevich in this in this range of the second round, uh, to give you an idea, uh, but i get it with the offensive upside i mean it's sky high with dragon savage if he hits but a lot of stars need to align in order to, for us to see the best out of dragon savage in the future um the savers need a right-handed defenseman and among those available he's a he's up there um but i've always put positioning position second over skill and there are more certain and higher upside players available in this range um, but if, if they're looking for right handed defensemen, you know, Dragon Savage could definitely be one of the, the best available at this point. We
0: move on now. Next pick in the draft belongs to the Pittsburgh Penguins.
3: With the 14th overall
1: pick in the lockdown NHL mock draft. The Pittsburgh Penguins are proud to select Braden Jaeger of the Moose Jaw Warriors in the WHL. As
2: made, whether the Penguins will either keep this pick or trade it for immediate help, but in my view, Jaeger is too good of a player to pass up on. He's a center, which the Penguins do not have a lot of in their system, and he's also a pure goal scorer. I think he has a top five shot in this draft class, had 34 goals as a rookie in the WHL in 2022, had 28 this past season, so he regressed a little bit in that department, but he worked on his two-way game and finished the season with 78 points, and then got back to basics in the playoffs where he scored six goals in 10 games. I think there's definitely a good shot that he could be on the big club towards the tail-tail end of the Sidney Crosby, And Evgeny Molokin era.
0: So, Hunter Hodes of Locked On Penguins going with Braden Yeager of the Moose Jaw Warriors, a center. Uh,
2: How does he fit in in Pittsburgh? Well, he's a high upside bet. He's one of the best scorers in this draft. Really, really good shot. He can score from anywhere, but also is really good at finding space in the offensive zone. And he's also upped his playmaking ability as the season went on, got more comfortable dishing pucks and making plays. But it is a bit of a risk with Jaeger because he does lack some of that transition ability, um, and I, I see him more as a winger in the future. Uh, the hockey sense is about average, and there are some concerns with his projectability and the way he plays. Uh, but overall, the skill set is there. Fourteenth overall isn't a bad bet for a guy like Jaeger. He's proven. I mean, at the start of the year, he was in he was in top five, top ten contention. Mm-hmm. Um, he dropped massively as the year went on due to some concerns there, but. At the end of the day, he's got the goal-scoring ability of a a top-liner and an improving playmaking ability. If you want to bet on improvement and see that he continues to work on his stuff, if you're you're hands-on with your development, you can make a really good top-six player out of Brady Yeager.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you could stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll have. Game Time is the place for last-minute tickets. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event, and you can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you with 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Just download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code locked on NHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed today's episode is brought to you by bird dogs bird dogs make you look good they have stretch khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg which give you a truly sculpted look they fit way better than regular shorts that are usually made of a stiff restricting cotton bird dogs aren't like that at all they are so comfortable and yet they give you the support you need for a workout and they look so good, you don't just have to wear them to work out. You can wear them out on the town as well. They use an anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. So go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL to get a free Yeti-style tumbler with your offer. That's birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL for your free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. On the clock next, the hosts of this draft, the Nashville Predators.
4: With the 15th pick in the locked-on NHL mock draft, the Nashville Predators select Colby Barlow, winger of the OHL's Owen Sound attack. In Colby Barlow's second season in the OHL, the 18-year-old Canadian earned an impressive 1.34 points per game, including 46 goals in his 59 games played. The 6-foot-1-inch winger's calling card is without a doubt his shot. In the OHL's coaches' poll, he ranked first in the league for best shot, first for most dangerous in the goal area, and tied for first for hardest shot. Barlow has great offensive anticipation and he can shoot an accurate one-timer from even a small pocket of space. He plays a solid two-way game and he took on a leadership role as captain of the Owen Sound Attack at just age 17. So why is Colby Barlow a great fit for the Nashville Predators? Well, the Predators just hired a new head coach in Andrew Brunette, who is looking to take this franchise in a new direction. It's going to be more focused on offensive production and speed than relying on defense and goaltending to steal wins. Barlow's offensive talent as a finisher could be an exciting addition to Nashville's future roster. Plus, his beard per 60 is off the charts.
0: So, and Kimmel of Locked On Predators going with Colby Barlow from the uh, Owen Sound Attack, and uh, is he a good fit in Nashville, a team that could use a little offense?
2: Sure. I mean, if you're if you're looking for offense, Barlow brings it. He's another. He's very similar to Jaeger in that element, but less playmaking and more kind of a power element to him. He's one of those guys who has the frame and the strength and and the physicality in order to be an NHLer. I'm pretty sure he's going to be an NHLer in some capacity. Um, the concern with me is Barlow heavily relies on goal scoring. it's and it's a great ace to have in your in your in your back. You know he's a great great scorer he can shoot from anywhere, really accurate and really powerful shot. but I struggle to see what he brings outside of that. So him and Jaeger are kind of in the same category for me or of guys who struggle with hockey sense, struggle with translatability, but overall have the physical kind of elements and have enough skills in their in their arsenal in order to be, Uh, goal scorers at the NHL level, Um, but Barlow strikes me a lot more as a winger. I could see Yeager pulling it off at center, but Barlow's a pure winger for me, a pure power forward winger if you're looking for one, and Nashville certainly seems to like those guys. Sounds like a logical pick right there. Next up, the Calgary Flames.
1: With the 17th pick in the locked-on NHL mock draft, the Calgary Flames select Matthew Wood, left-wing, University of Connecticut. Wood presents a tantalizing toolbox at 6'3", 190 pounds, as someone who's only 18 years old. Wood was the youngest player in Division I NCAA hockey this past season and led the Huskies in scoring with 33 points. A strong shooter that can let the puck rip off of either foot, the Canadian is an opportunity for the Flames to develop a true power forward. The Flames lack size in their lineup, especially on the wing. Down the road, Wood's physical traits could make him truly a pain to play against. As the old adage goes, you can't teach size, and Wood has plenty of it.
0: So, the Calgary Flames on the clock right now, and Nick uh, Zeraris of Locked On Flames making the next pick, and it is going to be Matthew Wood from the University of Connecticut, a center. Where does Wood fit in in Calgary?
2: Matthew Wood reminds me so much of Tyler Toffoli. And Toffoli's been doing great in Calgary. So if you can get a similar player to that in this range, you're happy. Um, Good goal scorer, decent movement off the puck. Honestly, very impressive defensively as well. Um, But, you know, with Wood, you're betting on his skating improving because it does definitely need to. He's a big guy and a really heavy skater. So you can see it in his stride that he struggles to carry that weight up the ice. Um, but Toffoli is not the best skater either, and he's made it more than good at the NHL level. So, you know, Matthew Wood has those elements in his game. He's also, you know, got the elements to at least make a penalty-killing impact. So I'd I'd be very, very surprised if Matthew Wood doesn't become an -er. NHLer. But the highest I'd see him become is a middle six scorer. That's what I see from him. Next up, the Detroit
0: Red Wings with a pick that was originally belonging to the New York Islanders and then the Vancouver
3: Canucks. With the 17th pick in the lockdown NHL mock draft, the Detroit Red Wings are selecting Gabriel Perot, a right wing from the United States National Team Development Program. Listen, guys, Scotty and I have talked about it a lot. The Red Wings' number one problem is their goal scoring. They just lack it all around. Um, And Gabriel Perot might be their best shot at fixing that problem. He had over 100 points and 50 goals with the USN TDP this year, and he's always a threat to score or make a play from wherever he is on the ice. His incredible vision allows him to either draw defenders in before making a pass or get to an open area of the ice to receive a pass for a shot himself. That's why Scotty and I have elected to take him with the 17th pick. So Brian Fisher of
0: Locked On Red Wings taking Gabriel Perot, right wing from the U.S. National Development Team, uh, with this well-traveled pick. And uh, your thoughts on Perot?
2: Yeah, Perot has been a bit of a head-scratcher for me. It took a long while for me to come around on this game. I didn't see... The, the level of intelligence that I like from him. But once I really started focusing on him and his play on that line with Will Smith and uh, Ryan Leonard, I realized that he was really very much a player that's able to connect with teammates regularly, loves to cut to the inside and make small passes under defender sticks. Really a very connective player. If, if there's one word to describe him, it's that really smart, really crafty, and and has a, has a very unique skill set in terms of high-end playmaking, decent goal-scoring, uh, and, and high-end hockey sense as well. So I've come around on him. He's still in my 20s on my personal rankings, but at, at 17, with the Red Wings working on, on him, especially in the, the the abilities of their scouting department and, and development team, they could make a really good player out of Perot.
0: With the 18th pick, we have
1: the Winnipeg Jets on the clock. With the 18th overall pick in the 2023 NHL draft, Lockdown Winnipeg Jets is proud to draft Edouard chalet from hc komeda chalet is a wonderfully skilled extremely talented and very much raw but still developing young winger with a great shot excellent passing and high hockey hockey iq given that the jets will be drafting towards the latter half of the first round chalet could be a very intriguing pick with a lot of upside and winnipeg believes in his ability to work on some of the compete issues, and continue to develop his offensive instincts. His potential is extremely high. He could be a wonderful top six winger. He brings uh, some some formidable size and with a bit more strength and aggression could become a punishing winger if he also works a little bit more on his mobility. But all of the IQ, decision making, passing, vision and shooting are there. It's just marrying a few other elements to make him into the complete winger that the Jets desperately need.
0: And Harrison Lee
2: of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, your thoughts on this pick? Yeah, so Edward Shaw is a very interesting guy. He started off the year for me in the top 10. I was really impressed with his skill set, with his off puck movement, with his goal scoring ability. But as the year went on, it was very obvious that you're getting nothing out of him in the defensive zone um, so far in his career. And obviously playing at the uh, Czech top top level um, didn't help in that regard. He was facing very strong, very, very powerful uh, forwards on the back check, had trouble getting under sticks and getting, um, you know, turnovers created for his team. But I feel like there was an overcorrection. I've seen him outside of first rounds entirely, but I still think he's a first round talent with the offensive skill and the offensive intelligence in order to make it work. So I've still got my bets hedged on him. 18 is a tiny bit high for me. I've got him at 22nd in my rankings, but I'm not against this bet at all for the Jets. They're looking for high upside uh, profiles, and Charlotte definitely fits that profile. On the clock next for the second time, the Chicago Blackhawks.
3: With the 19th overall pick in the 2023 NHL Draft, the Chicago Blackhawks select Samuel Hanzek forward from the Vancouver Giants of the WHL. And I think the Blackhawks are in a really interesting position here at number 19. We've heard tons of rumors that they could potentially try and trade up, but if they do wind up staying put, I think based on the players who had already been selected, Samuel Hanzek is a good fit here at number 19. Gabe Pro is already off the board, same with Colby Barlow, Matthew Wood as well and Hanzek fits what the Blackhawks are trying to do. I, I think he could add some nice size to their forward prospect pool at six foot four, 185 pounds, and he also skates really well for that size, which is important with the Blackhawks trying to add some speed to their system as well. Good offensive player, good strong, powerful shot. Just put up 56 points in 43 WHL games this past season in his first year over in North America. And oh, I might also add, he's from Trenčín, Slovakia. There's another notable Blackhawks legend from that same town. And Mary and Hosa, I know that doesn't correlate whatsoever, but could be interesting to see the Blackhawks adding another player from Trenchen here with the 19th overall selection in Samuel Hanzek.
0: Blackhawks now with their second pick, this one originally belonging to the Tampa Bay Lightning, and Jack Bushman of Locked On Blackhawks going with Samuel Hanzek of the Vancouver Giants, a center. And uh, what does he add to the Blackhawks lineup eventually?
2: Definitely size and skill. Um, In terms of size and skill combinations, you don't get better much than Samuel Hanzek at this range in the draft. Um, Really crafty, really elusive, good at gaining the middle and and drawing players in. Uh, Center's really his natural position, and he took a bit of a while as well to grow on me at the start of the year. I wasn't a big fan, but um, near the end of it, I saw a lot more progression in Hanzek's game, especially his physical game. I saw him rely a lot less on his frame and uh, be more comfortable actually using his his mechanics, outworking opponents to get to gain pucks back. Um, and he's improved his transition ability as well. So he's got a well-rounded profile, but also some high-end skill set in terms of his playmaking. So you never know. He could end up being a top six talent at the end of the day. And to get that at 19 is a great value for the Blackhawks.
0: No doubt about that. On the clock next, the NHL's youngest team, the Seattle Kraken.
4: With the 20th overall pick in the on NHL Mock Draft, the Seattle Kraken select Etienne Morin, defenseman for the Mocton Wildcats. Now, there are a lot of things to like about Etienne, his the way he skates, his speed, his puck handling. But for me, what solidified it was the relationship that he has had with his coaches over the years. He reveres them. He respects them. And for me, not only does he add the skill set that the Seattle Kraken are going to need in the years to come, but he fits into the Seattle Kraken character. And so that's why we're going with Etienne Morin.
0: So Erica Ayala of Locked On Kraken going defense, Etienne Morin of the Mopton Wildcats. And uh, how does that pick fit into the team that the Kraken are trying to build right now?
2: This one's honestly a head-scratcher for me. I've, I've tried very hard. I think I've watched Etienne Morin more than any other prospect in this draft, and I've always come away underwhelmed. He's been playing 30-plus minutes on Moncton, and that's kind of why the point totals are that high. But he's a static blue-line shooter, um, struggles to change the angle on his shots. He has the intelligence to do it, so it's just a bit of a, a headache as to why. Um Really aggressive pinches in the neutral zone and defensive zone that take his, that put his team in trouble at times. He's the type of guy I would start swinging at in the third, fourth rounds. Uh, but at 20th overall, even among defensemen, if you're trying to reach, there are a couple that were drafted after him that I would definitely look at first. But maybe maybe the Seattle Kraken see something different in him uh, that I don't. Time will tell. He definitely has smarts, that's for sure.
0: All right, and our last pick of this segment, next
1: up, the Minnesota Wild. With the 21st overall pick in the locked On NHL Mock Draft, the Minnesota Wild select Callum Ritchie center from the Oshawa Generals. Elite Prospects has this to say about Ritchie's game. Ritchie's hockey sense is his defining quality in his separating skill. In the offensive zone, that means supporting the puck carrier, connecting plays, anticipating gaps in coverage, identifying where to position himself off puck, and controlling his skating to arrive in the right places at the right time. Richie has the size profile. He has the offensive game profile. He has good defensive instincts. And he's good in the face-off circle as well. So for a Wild team looking for true centers every season, it seems like, Richie is a great add at 21. So the Wild closed us
0: out on this segment with the 21st pick. And Seth Tupel of Locked On Wild going center here with Calum Ritchie of the Oshawa Generals.
2: Yeah, so Calum Ritchie, if there's one word to describe him, it's nasty. Um, He is the Tom Wilson, Brad Marshine type of let me get under your skin at all costs and, and, and get you penalties that way. Um, really smart as to how he goes about it as well. He's not throwing people around and, and drawing penalties for nothing. Oftentimes when he draws a penalty, it's a coincidental minor. On top of that, he's one of the smartest players in this range of the draft, really intelligent, crafty with the puck. He's comfortable holding on to it. Uh, and and making plays through pressure really well. Um, Cross-ice passes are a must with him all the time. He's able to connect with teammates across the ice. So I love the skill set. I love the nastiness. Um, It's just a matter of how he projects at the next level and how he brings that skill set up because the skating needs to come a couple notches and the physical play needs to get a bit more refined. All
1: right,
0: we'll see if he can do it. Hottie, thank you so much. That does it for part two of the Locked On NHL Mock Draft Tune back in for part three as we finish off the first round, discuss the steals of the draft, our biggest surprise picks, and more, all right here on Locked On NHL, part of the Locked On Podcast Network,
1: your team every day.